Yo, what's going on everybody? It is 3 p.m. here in New Vienna, Iowa. That means it's time for another live stream. And because it's Thursday, December 17th, 2020, it's happy hour. Today I'm going to be drinking 312 beer from Goose Island. I'm pretty sure that I've had this already on the live stream, but uh, it was like the one of these beers left in the beer fridge downstairs. So I thought, you know, let's just uh, round it out and uh, kind of clear it. We have like, there's like two shock tops left. There's one of these. I got a couple of those um, beers that got sent to me uh, a little while ago left as well. And then uh, then I'm out of like craft beer. Then there's lots of Coors and, uh, and Miller Lights in there as well. But <clears throat> I thought for uh, the live stream today, I go with the 312. I've been thinking a lot about Chicago lately, uh, you know, with the vaccine, you know, on the horizon. I mean, it's here, but it's for a regular person. It's on the horizon. And, um, and and Chicago has been in the news as well for bad reasons, but you know that's Chicago <laughs> as well. So I'm gonna go with the three one two today. So cheers, everybody! Happy Thursday! We made it almost to the end of the week. Pretty much to the end of the week. It's been a long week. I gotta tell you. I mean, uh, you know, it's, it seems weird to say that. You know, being a stay-at-home dad, but you know, it's been a long week. Ah, uh, that's a tasty beer. I call they call it an urban wheat ale. It just tastes like a good kind of craft beer to me. I like the wheat beers. Uh, generally, that's kind of like the style that I've been into. And so, you know, I've had a lot of these 312s over the years. It's it's a good drink. All right, let's see who's here. Uh, before we do that, let's say hi to everyone listening on the uh, podcast version today. Uh, welcome, everybody. And then um, let's... Uh, Let's also say hi to everyone on YouTube watching this after the fact. Hopefully you can make it in time for a live stream sometime, but I understand there's time zone differences. You may not be able to make it. I appreciate you watching uh, afterwards. All right, let's see. we got Jay Pelican here live. Awesome. Chris Yao says, Goose Island, where is the New Vienna Canine Club? <laughs> That's funny. Yeah, the dogs. Um, I, today I was like... Um, I ran with the dogs found me again on that route. That's the route where if I run that route, I'm most likely to find dogs to that will kind of, kind of chase me and run along with me. And I was like, it's like below 10 degrees Fahrenheit at the time that I started running, you know, pitch black. I was out there about like 6.15 in the morning. And I'm like, who has their dogs out now? It's so cold. Like that can't be good for the animals. Like, why are they out? And then like five minutes into the run, I'm like, oh, people have their cows out already. Their cows are already out eating. It's really creepy to see the cows in the middle of the night or I guess when it's like pitch black out. Because then like I look with my headlamp and their eyes all glow for, with the reflection. And so it's like you see all these eyes staring back at you because they're like, who's out there? And uh, so that was creepy. And then the dog started barking and I was like, oh, you got her here. Oh, man. And so then I had a, a, not one dog and then. I just had one dog and then a little bit later, another, the German Shepherd um, also joined in. And so we had a little <laughs> running crew today. So that was, that was that. Jeff Elliott's here says, hello, peoples. Good to see you again, Jeff. He said, I bought the air fryer and I've been a vegan, in a vegan air fryer YouTube hole ever since. <laughs> That's funny. Yeah. I mean, once you, um, once you start watching a certain kind of things on YouTube, you just start getting fed stuff. And Jay Pelican says, yeah, it's amazing how the algorithm is feeding me air fryer videos now. You welcome to my world, guys. I've been I've been getting air fryer videos for for like a like over a week now. And um it's been it's been very interesting. I even stopped to watch a an air fryer infomercial. My in-laws have dish. And on dish, I'm not familiar with this because we had Comcast in Chicago. I've never had a dish before. 
but on dish there are all these like extra channels quote unquote and it's just 24 hours of like home shopping network or like infomercials and that's all it is um and uh, i stopped and watched like an air fryer commercial for like 10 minutes today and i was like oh this is i was like this is a pretty good video <laughs> uh yeah gabriel santos says hello everyone what's going on gabriel and um philip burns says hi everyone and as is here says hi closing everyone a good trail run tonight out with to, out to the bothy with pip now waiting on sweet potato fries to come out of the air fryer you guys are amazing <laughs> awesome that's so funny uh, philip burns said instead of an air fryer strongly considering getting the new thermomix tm6 i don't know what that is you have to explain that one to me um, but yeah, I've been in, I, I had some more tacos in the air fryer today. My wife has been making basically like quesadillas, I guess, because she'll put like two tortillas down and just put cheese on top and then cook it. No beans or anything. She just likes to have the cheese and the corn tortilla. She's been making that. And um, yeah, so we've been getting after it. <laughs> Louis Becerra says, yo, what's going on? Ryan Polly says, tofu in the air fryer is great, especially if you marry it in teriyaki and some spices, then coat in the cornstarch, it gets really crispy. Yeah, I didn't think it would work. I was really skeptical, but I mean, I didn't even use cornstarch. I just used flour and that wasn't terrible. So like, I got to get some cornstarch. My mother-in-law keeps saying that there's cornstarch in, in the house somewhere. I was trying to make gravy the other day and I couldn't find it then either. But um, yeah, but I got to get some cornstarch and try that again. All right. James Baker says, evening all. Good to see you. Martha's here as well. Good to see you, Martha. All right. Oh, Franklin Hooliers got chocolate chip cookies and water today. That's a good happy hour. Very good happy hour. I'm I'm definitely enjoying this goose island. Um, this is you know not sponsored or, or provided or anything, but really good. Uh, maybe I just really needed a beer. I don't think I've had a beer in like probably about a week. So tasty, very very tasty. Um, I speaking of chocolate chip cookies, I was uh, on Twitter for a little bit today, and. Um, Pete Bromka put some like posted something. It was like, um, uh, what's your favorite like pre-run fuel? And he put fuel in like air quotes uh, and was like fuel that like works for you, but like uh, like a pro marathoner and, or a, a dietitian would uh, would not approve of. And he put fruit roll-ups, and I feel like that's a pretty good one. Um, I put cookies because I do like to have. Uh, my mother-in-law makes really good chocolate chip cookies. So I like to have those before a long run. Those are actually like, I like to, I usually bring three for, to eat on the way to go to the run and then three for afterwards if there's chocolate chip cookies in the house. That's been a good, a good go-to for me. Gabrielle says, afternoon all. Awesome. And my mom is here. My mom told me that they did get some snow, but it wasn't like completely terrible. She was able to get out today. So thankfully uh, it wasn't horrible but at the same point i saw remy's post on instagram he they got they had some crazy weather too so i don't know i think it's been all over the board uh hopefully you guys are all doing okay with the nor'easter hitting uh in the northeast is it is it is it a nor'easter as well it's winter storm gale and i feel like there's every year there's a winter storm gale is it am i wrong on that maybe i maybe i misread something or i don't know stevie 76 is here what's going on stevie chairman of the uh, happy hour committee welcome all right um james baker says do you have brew dog beer in the u.s i'm not familiar with it but we, that doesn't i'm not like a super connoisseur so i don't know scott says i'm having a stone enjoy by 1121 hmm. 
I've never had that one either. Sounds good. Shannon says, Kofuzing, happy houring at 3 p.m. on Thursdays, air frying everything, pooping in cornfield. Basically created a lifestyle. Yeah. <laughs> I, you know, I'm making the best of 2020. You know, it's been a weird year. So, uh, you know, just trying to do, trying to keep things positive, you know, keep going. <laughs> Dorlin Star says, hello from Philadelphia. Awesome. Hopefully you guys didn't get hit too hard uh, in the Philadelphia area. Scott says, uh, every day is the same to me. Yeah. It's like, um, well, it's kind of like uh, every day is the same to me. That, the way that, that that comes out or the way that reads, I don't know that you mean it that way, but it reminds me of uh, like the uh, office space. Like every day you see me, that's the worst day of my life. <laughs> I know. That, I, I don't think that you mean it that way, but that was a good movie, Office Space. I used to watch that like all the time, all the time um all right t davis says yo what's going on it feels like friday in my house and it's happy hour on the live stream let the holiday vacation shenanigans begin oh yeah for sure dude i gotta tell you um like even though like my kids are in like virtual school i'm like i'm the preschool teacher for my for the baby and it's just like even though like we're not going to anywhere we don't have that hard of like a like time schedule like i remember like back in Chicago, it'd be like, you know, you got to get the girls up. You're like yelling at them kind of because they're pokey and all that. We don't have really any of that. So it's been pretty chill and I like that. But even so, like, I'm like, oh, is it break yet? I need a break. I really, really need a break. <laughs> um, yeah. So like, I'm, I'm feeling it. I'm ready. I'm ready for it. Uh, my kids, they love uh, countdown calendars, especially my, my preschooler. And so we've had a, a countdown to Christmas since Thanksgiving. And uh, she's like, it's the, it's eight days or however many days it is now. I'm not sure. Um, but yeah, I'll, I'll go check and ask with her. I'll get the official count in a little bit. Um, all right. Mm, Remy said, boy, did we get some snow over it already <laughs> until the next run at least. Yeah. But I think I saw you had the two inch shorts on again. So no chafing, I think. Right. <laughs> Revs91 says, to be honest, some days it's more than two cookies. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, yeah, I have uh, I have the three, but my, my mother-in-law's cookies always end up really wide and thin. Um, I think I know why, but I'm not going to tell her. She makes the cookies the way she makes it. I'm not going to interfere with that. But um, I like the way she makes her cookies because I like a crispier cookie, cookie anyway. And I have three and three. Sometimes it is. I understand the feeling. Sometimes it is more than that. Hmm. Um... Ryan Pauly says, did you all see Russia cannot use its name or flag at the next two Olympics? Really? Is that because of doping? Is that what it is? Mm. Whoa. Um, I, I was not, I did not see that. I was not aware of it. Ben Y says, I'm drinking cherry flavored kefir. Mm. You know, kefir is one of those drinks that um, I thought, like when you describe kefir, I'm like, oh, that's probably going to be very popular in my house. We bought it a couple of times and like everyone's like, well, nope, we don't want it. So we, we, yeah, we don't, it's not popular for us. I don't know why. It seems like something that we would drink, but we don't, we're not. Sean Marshall's here says, hey, 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 cool. Hey, and if anyone is new here today, welcome. And uh, if this is basically what you're going to get. It's a live stream. There's no agenda. There's no like uh, talking points. It's just runners hanging out. So, I mean, sometimes we have talking points. There's like a theme for the day, but uh, if you're new and if you have a running question or something you want to talk about, feel free to put it in the comments. Don't wait. You know, you don't have to wait. There's no like, you know, question time or anything. Just jump in and uh, enjoy the conversation and hope you have a good time today. All right. Um, 
Mm, Martha said, she was talking to Scotty, but I'd like this tip. She said, I put a tip on Mike's air fryer video for any leftover baked goods. Sprinkle a little water on before reheating. It really works on anything from croissants to bread. Oh, I like that. I like that a lot. I'm going to have to try that. We have some extra corn muffins from dinner last night. So I'm going to go try that right after this live stream because that sounds good. Oren says, hey, I'm 14 and I have a bit of plantar fasciitis. I've been off for a few days and I'm treating it. Will this likely take months to heal or just a couple of weeks? Um, I think it depends on the, the treatment, right? So I'm not a plantar fasciitis expert, but I think there's a lot of rehab that you could do with it to strengthen uh, the plantar fascia. But I really don't know what the recovery time timeline looks for, Oren. So hopefully, I mean, if you're 14, I'm not if you're 14, because you're 14, you're younger, so things should heal really quick, at least compared to someone who's near palindrome, 41. Uh, for me, it takes like longer to heal from anything these days. So um, it'd be faster than if I had it, but um, hopefully uh, off a few days and I'm treating it. I think I would stick with the, the rehab on it, do some of the exercises that you can do to strengthen that area. I think that's part of it. Um, but otherwise, I'm afraid I don't know any more information. Someone else who has experience with it may be able to tell you a little bit uh more closely uh runner dre says i'm drinking coffee today on the second one of the day oh how do you do that that's uh wow I, I would have a hard time with that if it was only uh, my second coffee of the day Raleigh domarotsky says rip to your selfie stick yeah um so on sunday so insta360 has two different they actually have three different selfie sticks now they have one the one that i'm familiar with you twist it extend it and then twist it back again to lock it kind of like a tripod leg so that one i've had before this last one that i bought was longer much longer and you only just pull it and it just it uses tension and i was like i don't i don't like this idea because i feel like it's going to break and then you know i had a, a workout in 15 degree weather at about uh an hour into it i pulled it one other time i I remember though, before that, I was pushing it back in to like, re like retract it again. And I was like, oh, that doesn't look right. Cause like, it just looked like it, it went too far. So I think I broke it then. And so the next time when I went to pull it out with the cold, you know, I mean, it just, it just split in half. And I was like, okay. So for the rest of the run, I had to like hold it together, like from the base of the camera and then and like kind of grip the stick. So that way it wouldn't fall apart. So I ordered a new one. I ordered another one of the long one, even though I think it might break. They're only like 15 bucks. So it's not super expensive, but I do really like the length of it. Cause for this, the video for today, the Alpha 5 versus Adios Pro, I ran with the um, Insta361R on my regular selfie stick. That's shorter than that other selfie stick. And I was like, oh, I need more distance. I definitely need more distance on it. So I think I'm getting, it up, getting that other one again. I was able to get it off Amazon this time instead of directly from Insta360 because sometimes, because it's coming from Shenzhen, it takes a long time to get here sometimes when you order their stuff. So like they do also sell, like they, I think they've sent a whole bunch of stuff to like the Amazon where, like Amazon warehouses. So if you can buy it on Amazon from the Insta360 account on Amazon, you can get stuff a lot faster that way. So well, hopefully we'll get a new one soon. Yeah, see Chad Ren says poor selfie stick. I go through them. Like, I mean, I'm, I'm hard on them, so. It makes sense, but I usually, usually I always have like an extra one of every selfie stick that I have. So that way when it breaks, I can just replace it right away and then order another one and it comes whenever it comes. So, yeah, but not this time. Not really Hank Aaron says he's got water today. That's cool. This, well, tell me about this bird. Is that your bird? 
Or is that just a picture of a bird that you got there? That'd be amazing if that were your bird. Chris Yell says, my entire university experience revolved on the Thursday half hour, which began after your last class, of course. Missed a lot of Friday classes. Same here, for sure. Thursday was like the big going out day because there was like one bar on campus and they never carded. I don't know how they got away with it. And they used to have not 40 ounce cups, they used to have 44 ounce cups. Um, so that was a real problem. So like most, uh, a lot of people after the first year of college transferred into the business school because the business school had no classes on Friday ever. Um, Arts and sciences, we had classes on Friday. I never made them. I had a Friday, I like for the first like two years of college, I had an eight, like an 8 a.m lecture hall class on Friday on the exact opposite end of campus from where I lived. I never made it. Uh, I just remember that my mom's listening. Hi, mom. Uh, <laughs> I mean, I'm 41. I can, I can own that now. I can own that. <laughs> Stephen Gersdorf says, seven stages of running shoe. All the world's a road and your shoe is but rubber smeared to play its part and then depart. That's, that's very pretty. Uh, Sean Marshall says, I went to get a COVID test today so I can go see my parents for Christmas guilt-free. And that was actually felt like the most, most vulnerable place. I don't, I don't know. Yeah, I'd be terrified to go, especially if I were to go to get tested in this state. This state, uh, everyone's excited because uh, like the hospitalizations are down and, um, and, and case numbers are dropping too. But, um, and coincidentally, they did implement a mask mandate statewide a little while ago. I'm not sure if there's any relation to those things, but um, but the positivity rate is still like 33% in certain spots. So I'm like, I, I don't know that I'd want to go there. I just feel like you're going into the lion's den. I mean, I, they keep talking about these at-home tests that are going to get developed. And I'm just like, where are they? Where are they? I keep hearing about them, but no one ever seems to get them. Uh, I mean, whether I would trust like an at-home test, I'm not sure. But, you know, I feel like, why don't we have that yet? All right. Um, Chris Dyke said, made ricotta cookies last night. They're more like a biscuit, but still delicious. I've never heard of that before. Michael Mahoney's making banana pecan shakes. That sounds tasty. That sounds really good. Mm. Bryce Blankenfield said, my wife makes vegan pumpkin cookies and they are fire. Oh, that sounds delicious. Mmm. Mmm. All right. T. Davis says, Kofus, you get the official count. Um, are we? Oh, yeah, I got to get the official count. I don't know what the official count was. Say the 17th, so it's eight days. Yeah, we're at eight days. All right. Um, yeah, Stephen Gersdorf said about kefir, it's liquid yogurt. Yeah, but we go through so much yogurt in this house. Um, there are these like Danon drinks, like they're called Danimals, I think, but we call them monkey juice because there's a little monkey on the on the bottle. Um, that's what my daughter always called them growing up. And so we, they always have those. Um, I mean, they go in spurts these days, but there was a time where my, that's like all my daughter would eat is that. And like the Pediasure, we call them elephant juice. Cause there was an elephant on the bottle. It was pink strawberry. And, um, those were really expensive. They were like $2 a bottle and the Walmart by us had them behind like a locked window. So every time I went to get it, I'd have to go like hit a buzzer and wait for someone to come. And I felt like sometimes I'd just be waiting there for like, I'd wait for 10 minutes, 20 minutes, just standing there waiting. Um, but that was the only thing that she was eating. So yeah, we've gone through a variety of juices. They're all liquid yogurts, but thankfully she's now just a picky solid food eater, <laughs> but yeah, we're getting there. Rainer says uh, she likes raspberry kefir though. 
still with the Jar Jar. That's funny. Um, she's got Jar Jar Binks as her uh, avatar here, for those of you listening. Um, but yeah, I mean, it sounds delicious. Those two words sound great together, but like every time I do, I'm like, Ugh. All right, Sean Marshall says he's sipping a stone IPA with white cheddar popcorn. That sounds delicious. Oh. My wife keeps buying these tubs of cheese balls. Like they come in like what looks like a big plastic barrel. And um, I absolutely love them. My favorite thing to do is just sit with it, like hold it, like give it a hug, like give your food a hug and just eat right out of the barrel. I just, <laughs> I love it. Cheese balls are like, I just, I, I'm a big fan. I'm a big fan. And like um, popcorn that's cheese flavored, also extremely good. That just reminds me of that. I could do like uh, this year, I don't think I'll be getting any, but like popcorn tins, you know, holiday popcorn tins, I love those. That's great. Uh, and it says, I think, I really think this live stream has to be the best thing to come out of 2020. Wow, really? Thank you. Uh, we have such a good community here. Thank you for all your hard work. Mike. Well, thank, thank you guys. You guys have been making it awesome here. And um, it's been a delight. It has been a high highlight of 2020 for sure. For sure. I would say that. Uh, James Baker says he's uh, drinking tea and eating chocolates. That's a nice way to spend the afternoon. Oh, Shannon says, I always thought kefir was pronounced like heifer. It could be. I Maybe I'm saying it wrong. I'm probably saying it wrong. Hmm. All right. Um, Brett Reed says, it's a, however you say it, he says, it's a fermented milk drink with a sour taste made using a culture of yeast and bacteria. Yeah, liquid yogurt, it sounds like, right? And Brett Reed says, you thought that sounded good? No, but I think like raspberry kefir, and then they say it like it's got probiotics and it's good for you, you know? And the commercials, like the milk, it always looks, it always looks so creamy. It's always like raining, like a waterfall of it. You know, it just looks nice. I don't know. Mm. Trains with Coda asks, Kofuzi, is that pain moving the power meter between shoes each day? No, it's super easy. To, it just like, it like clips in and then clips out. So it's not hard at all. I guess the first couple of like weeks, like, you know, you just had to remind yourself to do it. But I've also gotten into a routine of like laying everything out the night before, mainly so that way when I go up for my run in the morning, um, I'm not waking everybody up or forgetting things. That would be like the primary way that I would forget things. I'd like forget like a heart rate monitor or I forget a headlamp or I forget to bring gels. You know, um, so I'd always have to like come back upstairs and like rummage around or go back into the bedroom and find all that stuff. So it's just part of my routine now. I, I know what shoes I'm going to wear the night before. And while I'm doing that, you know, that's when I move the power meter. So it's, it's really simple. Um, you just have to remember, remembering to do it is the hardest part. But, you know, I got, I'm, I'm in a routine for it now. Uh, Jeff Alex says, before being a ridiculous vegan, I had kefir or kefir and liked it. But then I had one that was swollen and it tasted too much like alcohol and turned me off a bit. I don't, I don't know. I don't even know what that means. Swollen. Maybe like extra cultured. Well, that I think that would turn. I mean, like it's one of those things where it's like, how do you know when it goes bad? I mean, I know like when yogurt goes bad because there's mold on it. But like, I mean, yogurt is a culture. Right, so it's like, how do you know when it goes bad? Um, Dominic Trout says, "How to get that 360 cam sponsored?" You know, they, you know, I talked, I do talk to Insta360 from time to time, or they reach out to me. I, I don't really talk to them. It doesn't kind of like work that way. 
So they reached out to me and I, I do, I think I owe them an email. They, cause they've asked for like, Hey, are there any things that you'd like, like accessories that you'd like? Um, and I, it just made me think of like the potato jet video where he had like that harness that he put on his back. So maybe I'd get some bike footage of that, but it just seems like I, I'm, I'm not a huge fan of like mounts and harnesses and, and like accessories and stuff. So we'll see if there's anything fun in their kind of like library that I can use. But sometimes, I mean, I don't know if I'd love to be sponsored. Like I have like the Insta360 as a sponsor. I don't think they're sponsoring people, but, um, but I mean, some of the videos are sponsored, I think from other people, like probably potato jet, but maybe not. I don't know. But, um, yeah. Potato Jets, I think, probably are, though, because they're, like he's in like the ads and stuff now, too. So, I don't know. But that would be fun. That would be fun. Sean Marshall asks, Anyone else feel like it's too cold to run slow, but also too cold to run fast? I, I feel you. I feel you on that one. Um, it's It's been painfully cold lately. Today, I had my um, electric gloves. I'm trying to put it through here. I had my electric gloves on, and they weren't. Either they're not working, something's wrong with them, or it was just that cold because my hands were freezing the entire run today. There were at the two mile mark, I was like, I should just turn around. I should kind of bag it for today. And then at the four mile mark, I'm like, that's plenty. Let's just go. And then like, you know, but um, then I was with the dogs and I was like, all right, we'll run up to the top of this next hill and then we'll turn around. So I got like 11 in for the day. So I got the amount I was planning to run today in, but like, fortunately like at like the turnaround like the sun really started to peak out and that raised the temperature a few degrees and that made all the difference and after that i was just cold but not freezing but i was just really un uncomfortable i was wearing even too late i had tights and then like a like a like kind of like a compression tight and then another pair of like running pants on top thin, thinner pair and then a vest on top but i was just mm, cold really cold um Sam Matassa says, your videos have made me interested in buying the Insta360. You should be an affiliated influencer. Well, I do have um, uh, like affiliate links that like uh, if people buy through there, I think I, I get a commission on that. But um, I I do enjoy those cameras a lot. I'm a big fan of those. So um, I recommend them to people. I, I don't recommend them as like someone's first action camera, but like, you know, if you like what you see, then it's fun to make. And I've seen other people that are doing really good running videos with it too. Uh, a lot of them on Instagram, and I think that I, I just love watching other people's 360 um, videos as well. Um, not really, Hank Aaron says, the Infinity Gloves, yeah, the Infinity Gloves, the ones that glow, like, right here, um, they weren't, they weren't, they weren't working. <laughs> Sean Marshall says, electric gloves are some Martin McFly stuff. <laughs> That's funny. Um, if they, like, auto-cinched, now that would be something. Right, because they have like there's two areas to cinch those gloves. One like a big like strap that I can cinch right at the um, wrist, and then another kind of like pull like a stretchy elastic cinch back here so that snow doesn't get in from like the top down if you're like skiing or something. And um, when I have to take my hands out of the glove like to eat a uh, gel, then I put them back in, and then you know it's loose. I wish like it was like the Marty McFly like the BB React shoes, the Nikes, you know, like where it just goes. And it like tightens itself up. That'd be nice, but you know, probably more technology than I really need. Um, and Aaron Ike says, "Yeah, the wind direction is everything as the temperature drops." Yeah, I've been really fortunate that even though it's been in like the teens here for my runs this entire like week, which has been, it's fatiguing in its own right. Just that, and I know other people run in much colder temperatures, but for me, that's cold. 
and uh, it's been fatiguing, but I've been very <laughs> thankful that it's been like almost zero wind. So that's been nice. It's the only time that there's no wind around here is when it's like painfully cold. So I guess there's a little bit of mercy in that, but yeah. Otherwise, like the, some of these fields that I'm running in, there's always like a giant crosswind. Let's see, we have one more. Sky says, Co doesn't need electric gloves. Choppers is the solution. <laughs> oh, funny. Uh, Bryce says, I love winter running. I always feel like a champ when I brave the weather, even on an easy run. I do, I can relate to that. And my wife, like, like my first winter that I was running, uh, that I ran all year round, she was like, you really like running in the winter, don't you? And I was like, I think I kind of do. She's like, and you like it when it's snowy. And I'm like, I love it when it's snowy. She's like, that's, that, she's like, I know, I knew it, you would. She's like, you always like to be like the extremist of anything. That's what you like. And I'm like, well, that's so simple. What? And I was like, wait, no, you're right. You're right. I like to like, if, if someone's going to go run in the rain, I want it to be a monsoon. If someone's going to go run in like snow, I want it to be a blizzard. But, and um, like harsh conditions, winter lends itself to that every day pretty much. So I do, I do kind of like, it does make me feel tough. So I like that. Uh, Michael Sandoval says, do you prefer running on the country roads or the streets of Chicago? I don't actually like running on the streets of Chicago. I did that during the pandemic when, or during the first like lockdown because we couldn't go to the lakefront path. I love running the lakefront path. I love running city trails. I mean, I love running to those places too, but like if I had to run just like in my neighborhood as for all of my running, I think that would, I mean, it got tedious a little bit for me. What compounded that though was that everything was forced shut down. So like there was nowhere to go to the bathroom if you needed to. So like that made it difficult. Um, so maybe that kind of like tainted my experience with like pure city running. But like, you know, running, I do like running in like the downtown area, even when there's tourists and stuff, because that's kind of fun. It's like a fun game. Um, and I love urban running generally. I like having the, the city as my backdrop, but um, I'm usually on the lakefront path where it's pretty, not open, but there's no traffic lights. There's no traffic. There's bikes and there's pedestrians and stuff, but it's, it's a pretty good. It's really good running. I love it there. But I also do like these country roads because it's quiet. No one's going to really bother me at all um and it's easier on my on my body to run on on the dirt roads so that's been really and it's hilly so that's like good for me it's good medicine i guess so i like i like them both um i do miss city running though so that's probably you know my favorite but both are really good um michael mahoney says cold and wind is unpleasant if it's just cold, though, then it's lovely running out in the winter. Yeah, I, yeah, I would say so. Oh, Trains with Coda said, I ordered my Insta 363 Lincoln chip today. Awesome, cool. I hope you like it. You'll have to let me know where I can see what you're making. I'd love to be able to see that. Uh, Rainrunner says, I prefer rainy in 40s to cold and snowy, but that's just me. Yeah, you can have it, Rainrunner. Well, I guess you're Rainrunner. Rainy in 40s is like my kryptonite. That's like the one weather where I'm like, I don't know, maybe there's a treadmill I can find today. Everything else, I'm like, let's go for it. But like rainy in 40s is just like, there's no level of clothing that I can wear that makes it comfortable for me. Like I'm either wearing too much or too little and just I'm always miserable. So, yeah. Chris Yao said, the Insta360 is the ultimate security camera while running. Guaranteed to capture your robber in high res. Yeah, I I do I use it 
I do use it to make sure there's no cars behind me sometimes. So I'll like peek up at it because I could see there's like a little screen on there that I can kind of keep an eye on what's behind me. Because sometimes I'll run down the middle of the road for the sake of a shot and um, just to, just nice to be able to look up and kind of check on myself a little bit. Uh, yeah. Let's see. Um, SD... SDAM says, what do you tell the people who ask why runners run on the road? Oh, because it's easier. Because um, on the sidewalks, there's pedestrians who aren't paying attention. There's children, if there are, if it's the time of day where children might be out there. People are coming out of stores. So like during uh, the lockdown in Chicago, I would run in the bike lane or on the street, even though technically under Chicago ordinance, you're supposed to run on sidewalks. So I would do that just because like, you know, sometimes there's not a lot of frontage. There's not like you could be you like the door will open to like the front of the building. And then like the moment you step out of the doorway, you'd be in a sidewalk where I might be running by. And so like there's that not so much that I'm worried about a collision, but I also like I was running at like four thirty, five o'clock in the morning. I don't want to startle someone that early in the morning. So I mean, I don't want to startle anyone, but like I really don't want to startle people that early in the morning. And then there's sometimes where there's buildings where there's like bums sleeping in a doorway. So like you just don't want to, do, I definitely don't want to startle them either. So I just, you run in the road, it's safer. Um, for me, anyway. It's just easier that way. Uh, yeah. Chris has a square grouper alert. Palm Beach, Florida, 71 pounds. Fucane and 25 packages washed up on the shore over the weekend at the beach. I'm always at the wrong place at the wrong time. <laughs> oh, that's funny. That's a, that's a lot of pounds of cocaine. I mean, I wouldn't know, like, you know, like how much is a pound of cocaine? Is it one of those bricks? Or, but that's a kilo, right? Kilos are two and a half, you know, so I don't know what a pound of cocaine is like, but it seems like a lot of cocaine to wash on the beach. Um, yeah, someone's, someone messed up. Big time, I guess. Um, <laughs> Sean Moore says, not sure I can't, I can type anymore, guys. I started shoveling this popcorn and might eat both hands. I promise I'm listening. That's funny. There's like that, there's like that meme that was going around of like, um, you know, people eating pop. There's like two ways to eat popcorn, like one kernel at a time, or like the other one was like, like a horse eating out of a trough. Um, I'm, I'm squarely in the horse eating out of a trough camp. I'll like, I'll grab a handful of it and I'll just, and I'll hold my hand up to my mouth and just like make the mouth like a pocket. That's just an extension of my mouth. That's how I eat popcorn. It's not pretty. You know, when people are like, you want to share popcorn? I'm like, you don't want to share popcorn with me. I'm pretty sure. <laughs> um, yeah, uh, Palmer Madsen says, asphalt is a seventh the density of concrete. Feels the same, but is much easier on the knees and joints. What? The, yeah, I people always ask me that. And, I'm, you know, Concrete is is it gray? Is that how you know it's concrete? And asphalt is like blacktop. What about like, because like there's some blacktop that's like soft, but then there's some like like roads that are dark colored. That is that also asphalt too? Is it, are we talking about the same thing? Like I don't, I don't I, like when people are able to tell me like that they understand like the difference between between like paved surfaces. I'm like you you are some sort of guru. I don't understand that. But I didn't know that asphalt is one seventh the density. So, because there's some parts over here where, on my like, there's a half marathon loop that I like to run, and I think the road 
there's a long stretch of it where there's a road and then a paved shoulder. I think the road used to be one material and then they put, I think, concrete on top of it because a lot of trucks go on there. I'm, but I've been running on the concrete. Maybe I should run on the asphalt. But the asphalt it has like cracks and it's like not as smooth anymore because it's the old road surface. So I've been running on the concrete. I don't know. But if it, one seventh the density, that's that's amazing. That seems like a technological innovation. Mm. Where did that go? I saw something from Shannon up here. Oh, Shannon says, I just told my daughter I'm watching Kofuzzy, so, <laughs> so I wouldn't get corrected. She corrected me and she said, it's Kofuzzy. <laughs> She's such a contrary. Kids are kids are that way, that age, though. That's how they, they're for sure. <laughs> Adam C. said, I'll talk about the weather. Had a short tempo effort up here in Boston today. Probably should have skied it instead. But I accidentally locked my cross-country skis in the basement. Ooh, that's a bummer. There's There's been cross-country skiing. People are big on that here. Snowmobiling is probably the most popular winter activity around here in Iowa. Um, and then I think cross-country skiing is, is the next one. Uh, and uh, yeah, I was definitely, I've definitely seen some cross-country skiing tracks. I think they're all melted by now. But a lot of people, you know, when, when we get snow, you see it a lot around here. Stevie seventy six. When was the last time you've seen your parents? I guess it's easier now to FaceTime. I mean, I saw them yes yesterday. Mom, when did I call you? Yesterday or the day before? And then, um, but like in person, it probably was about a year ago now. Like I think I saw them in January. So it's been a long time. My mom keeps asking, "When are we going to see each other?" And I was like, "Not until we get shots." Um, A Smith says, "Do you have any advice for windbreakers that don't get too sweaty? I feel like it's too cold to be without, but too warm to wear something." heavier yeah windbreakers um are tough because i feel like they get like they get such like plastic baggy you know and there's a lot of sweating that goes on underneath um so they're like the one jacket that has been working out for me that i almost returned and i said i've said many times i actually didn't like but it's starting to like grow on me is one from rabbit there's like a silver like one i still don't like the fact that it's like see-through but it's like a rain jacket. It feels like a rain jacket, but I use it as windbreaker. That works out pretty well. Um, but I think the trick is with the windbreakers, because of the fact that it's blocking wind, it doesn't just, I mean, it does block the wind, but it makes your body feel warmer too. So I always like underdress if I have a windbreaker as a layer on top, um, if it's for wind. But like, if it's like, like around here where it's been just really calm with zero winds the windbreaker doesn't do that much it's just a thin layer that doesn't that doesn't breathe as well but because it's not breathing as well it's still keeping it a little bit warmer so like that's i think that's the bigger trick is that like you know just don't go as heavy underneath because like so if you were going to wear like a merino long sleeve maybe wear a tech long sleeve if you're going to wear a tech long sleeve maybe wear a tech t-shirt you know so i always go like one notch down when I have a wind blocking material. Stephen Gerzor said the road camera drives me nuts. I, I I agree. It's the reason why I run on the wrong side of the road. I my my knees like the right to the extent that there's a pitch. Like I like the right hand side. My knees like the right hand side. So like I know I'm supposed to run on the other side, but that doesn't agree with me as much. So I just run on the wrong side of the road. Mm -hmm. 
Mm, Scotty B's got some a trade updates. Version one is on sale for 75, and the artist is a ship at the end of Q1. Awesome. And the version two is available at the end of 2021. Mm, that's a long time away. That seems like a, a really long time. I feel like it, hopefully they can move that up, it seems. But I don't know. Hmm. Junk Shoe says, I can't run in the winter. I prefer 90s and sunny. That's how, that's how like my, my mother-in-law is. There was a time where we were talking about all of us just going down and renting a house in Florida for a little while. I know things in Florida are super crazy, but we're like, we'll just get all our groceries delivered. We'll just walk around in whatever neighborhood we get this Airbnb or rent this house at. Won't talk to anybody. We'll just like self-isolate, but it'll be a place with like a pool, like a pool cage and like a pool and a hot tub. That's what that sells kind of like we were thinking about it. I was like, I bet you there's a lot in Orlando because Disney World and all those parks are closed. So people aren't probably going there. So we probably get some pretty cheap. And my mother-in-law was like, not warm enough. And I was like, what? Orlando, Florida is not warm enough? She's like, I need it to be like 85. And I was like, so like Miami or nothing in the US? She's like, pretty much. So I was like, all right. And it ended up not working out. But um, yeah, but I, there's, I can understand people that are like that though. MJM says hi from Dubai. Awesome. Very cool. Welcome. Is this picture that your avatar is that from Dubai too? It's a nice reflection in there. Pretty. Um, all right. Jeff Corman says, good to see you again. I used to run rounds on that track in Lakeshore Park to have some forgiveness under my legs, but it felt funny to do this when you have the lakeside. Yeah. I, I mean, I just love running by the lake. It's, um, it's, it's just so it's so like rejuvenating to me i like it there are times though that when you run by for me when i run by the um i don't know if this happens to anyone else running it in the winter but like there's like a um there's like a uh an eeriness for me when to run in really really cold temperatures and there's a point where i feel like my brain is like like doing some weird like i, I think it's probably from lack of enough like warm like lack of warmth or something and um, I haven't really sensed it. I sensed it like a little bit yesterday, um, but I sensed it a lot in Chicago in the winter when the lake is slushy. So sometimes it'll outright freeze, right? But other times it'll just get slushy and it'll be like a slurry of ice and lake water. And um, as it undulates, it does so almost in slow motion because I feel like when the water gets that cold, it gets viscous and then it's got this like layer of stuff on it. And I find it really mesmerizing and um, almost like a siren, like saying like, jump in, jump in. I don't know, I don't, I'm, I'm, no one probably gets that, but I get it. Um, and so like, yeah, the lake, when running by the lake, there's definitely like a, there's a calling. It like calls to me, it speaks to me. Sometimes in ways where I'm like, no, 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 you're trying to get me to jump in the water. But um, other times it's just, when the sun rises over it, like in the summertime, it's really pretty. All right, James Baker says, I'm sitting here trying to do our weekly food shop online. All this food talk has made me add tons of crap to my basket. That's funny. I, I think that's a right, really great way to kind of do these two things together. Um, do you like your grocery shopping? My wife has been doing all the grocery shopping so we can do like the, you know, like the, the throw the deliveries in your trunk kind of thing. And uh, I know it takes her a while to do it, you know. Um, so like, this is a nice way to like, make the time more productive. Um, hmm. 
steam and gross are going back to the concrete versus the road that confuses me he says sometimes they pour tar on top of concrete and it looks like asphalt but it's concrete but if it's tar oh just tar yeah tar oh okay i see ah tricky i guess you would know underfoot but I, I like maybe maybe my feet aren't that discerning i thought that they would be but maybe they're not Steven says, when asphalt degenerates, it's sure it will be sharp rocks and will tear up your shoes like running on lava rock. Oh. Hmm. I'm trying to think if I'm, I'm now I feel like I've never seen asphalt before. Uh, Sean Marsh said, my new year's resolution is to do as many pull-ups as Shannon. She's been she's been knocking them out. She's been doing a great job. Mm. Run Frank said, in Germany hardly have any concrete roads, mainly asphalt road surfaces. Oh, that's interesting. Hmm. Martha says road camber drives her nuts too, but usually run an asphalt dirt dual surface trail. Friend who ran the San Diego Marathon said the road camber and crowds made it highly unpleasant. What? I, I mean, I understand the road camber, but like, what about the crowds made it highly unpleasant? Oh. Videos asks, are you watching the marathon project on Sunday? Uh, I would like to. How does one watch that on Sunday? Weekends are hard for me because... The kids are like, it's playtime. So, uh, you know, I'm always struggling to just get back my run as quickly as possible. But I, w I would love to be able to watch that on Sunday. Should be a, uh, I feel like everyone's running it, right? I mean, it should be an interesting field. Ben says, oh, the camera, I don't know why it does that every once in a while. All right, camera's back. Ben White says, I can attest to concrete being harder. I used to be a skateboarder. And I personally tested that rather thoroughly. Oh, that's funny. All right. Cool. I, now, now I'm gonna. I need someone to be like this. I need like a bit. I bet you there's a YouTube video. This is concrete. This is how you can tell if you're on concrete. This is asphalt. I bet you there's that. And then after I watch that video, I'll have like nothing but uh, material science videos for like the next two weeks. <laughs> Uh, Carrie Smith is here again. Good to see you, Carrie. Uh, and and it says tarmac, a great Scottish invention. This tarmac is the same thing as asphalt, right? The only reason I know the word tarmac is from watching rally car races. Other than that, I don't think I've ever heard people using the word tarmac unless you're talking about an airport. So like those are the two contexts where in like my American English vernacular where I've heard it. Other than that, like no one says tarmac. Not that I, not that I know. I don't know. Um, MJM says, I've been running for two years and 35. Is it possible to break some four minute kilometer pace in the 10K? I think so. Uh, I mean, it depends on where you're at now in terms of what your 10K pace is, but I am hoping at 41, maybe not at 41, yeah, hopefully in my 41st year, some point next year that I'll be able to hit. 40 minute 10k so that'd be a goal for me um so like i don't think the age is going to do it and you know how long you've been running could be a good thing could be a non-fact but you know it depends on where you are now and kind of like what work you're willing to put in to do it to get there but like it's not a crazy number to go after Bryce Blankfield says, time for a Fulton Sweet Child of Vine. That sounds interesting. Phil Hartman says, I'm learning everything about astigmatism and glasses right now since my son needs them. What's your situation? How do you adapt as an athlete? 
I have a astigmatism in one of my eyes. I'm not sure which one anymore. I'm not sure if it's still there. I have a also a um, a weird unclassified kind of uh, nystagmus. Uh, my well, one of my eyes like kind of just like goes crazy a little. Not like a lazy eye, but like it will like flutter or something like that. It was diagnosed by a, a neurologist because I used to get really bad vertigo. They couldn't really figure out why. Um, and I thought I was maybe having mini strokes. So I was really concerned about it. So I saw a whole bunch of specialists. So I have like a couple of weird eye things going on, but, um, for, uh, for running, I have contact lenses and they're fine. I used to wear contacts all the time. And then, um, I would like sleep in them and stuff and they weren't like the disposable kind, or now they have the kind that you kind of can sleep in a little bit because they're much more permeable to the air. So it's not as bad for your eyes to do that, but I would sleep in mine in the old kinds, um, older kinds, this is back in like the 2000s. And uh, that ended up kind of scratching my eyes up a little bit. And um, so my doctor will like try to wear contacts as little as possible. So I don't wear contacts a lot anymore, except for basically when I'm, when I'm running or if I'm like swimming or something like that. But I do contacts and they work out great for me. Um, when I'm wearing sunglasses, you know, I just have the contacts underneath them and it works fine. So yeah. Uh, as a, and as an athlete, if you can't wear contacts, they make like the go like the sports goggles that have that you can get prescriptions for. So that's something that can can definitely work. Um, you know, you it's like an old school look, kind of like a who was it like was it AC Green like on the Lakers in like like the late eighty in like the eighties that had that was it, am I right am I wrong on that? But like it's like an old school look. But they make them. I don't know if they made new ones that are better than that now, but. My father-in-law has like uh, safety glasses that are prescription as well. I mean, they're safety glasses. They're not really for exercise, but I think that there's a lot more options that are out there in terms of like, uh, if he needs to wear, you know, corrective eyewear, like glasses while um, perform, like participating in sports, there are a lot of options out there. Even one of the Tin Man, Tin Men, Tin Man runner, Tin Man Elite runners, uh, I forget his name but he runs in just like regular glasses. And I'm like, how does he do that? But some people can make it work. So there's there's lots of options out there. I think that some, you know, like the, the eye doctors would say, like, if you have an astigmatism, you can't have contacts, but like, it hasn't stopped me from having a good experience with contacts. So like, I'm not saying that's bad advice. I'm sure I'm damaging my eyes somehow. My eyes are really terrible, but, um, but it's, it's something, it depends on how severe it is, whether or not you can still have contacts. But if you can't, there's really good advances in kind of like eyewear. So hopefully you can find something that works. Uh, oh, Marvin says, I just put the Takumi Sense 7 in the shopping cart because it will disappear fast. I'm going to my dream shoe for 5Ks. I didn't know that you could get the Takumi Sense in the US. I thought that was only an international shoe. Oh, I'm going to have to go look for that. I don't know if I'll get it, but I want to go check it out. Interesting. Um, yeah, Run Franker said, a running vest like the Nike Aerolayer or Aeroloft vest are a great alternative instead of a jacket. Combined with a tight compression top, it's a gold combination. Uh, I, I ran in this top. I didn't take a shower today. Sorry. Um, just this long sleeve and a vest, a big puffy vest. And it was like 10 degrees outside at the start of my run today. It was 12 by the time I got back. So it was probably less than 10 when I left. And I will, I'm not going to say I was fine. 
but like my arms up here like for whatever reason like this part on my like really cold runs will frost up because i'm sweating it the sweat is accumulating in this area my hands get really cold my core gets cold but here is like actually a good place for me to like vent heat out so like i i've been like toying around with that um so i might do a lot more like vest i might be investing in more vests which seems like a weird thing to buy a lot of but i already have because i already have two but the ones that i have are like big puffy ones but maybe it's time to try one of those more higher performing materials ones good point on frankfurt oh jeff elliott you're the only one that I've heard that agrees with me on this one. It says, I, if I have knee issues, it's always the outside of my left, and camber makes it worse. Yeah, see, I know what you mean. Charm hmm. Marshall likes a, a, a REI quarter zip over an Under Armour turtleneck. Nice. Very nice. All right. Joey says, Sydney is having an outbreak of COVID. 20 cases, it looks like they might shut down state borders again to them. Oof, that's always hard to hear um but then again i'm like oh only only 20 you know not that not, not that it's an only kind of thing but um yeah sorry to hear that jerry Ooh. scotty b says i heard a couple of artists will be in this weekend's marathon project interesting well, Lucas Lily says 125 people here today. Awesome. Yeah, we're at 121 now. The number up here that I'm seeing. 120. Oh, someone just left. Sorry. But um, yeah. Very cool. Very cool to see so many people in here. All right. Um Fernando says hi from Chicago. What's going on, Fernando? Good to see you. Is this a Chicago Marathon medal? That looks like what it is, but this is an older one, isn't it? What years is that? I don't recognize that one. Um, all right. Let's see. Let's do. Um, <laughs> Saving girls upset. Did Kofi say he loves to run around the lake, like Michigan? I don't run around, like around in the area around the lake. We run. I just run around that one tiny portion of it, not around the lake. There was someone who reached out to me on Instagram earlier this year. He was gonna. He was gonna run around the lake. I think and he was looking for people to help fill him at certain points and i was like oh, i'd love to but i'm not around right now so uh, and aaron ike says i run by lake michigan about once a week in southeast wisconsin it's wonderful mm. yeah i think that that's like a really uh beautiful part of like i mean i'm sure uh except maybe some parts of indiana the lake michigan is not so beautiful but i think that like that area from basically like waukegan north you know, um, that stretch along Lake Michigan is really nice. And you can actually have like private property, like abutting the lake. And I think it's really, uh, really quite amazing up there. All right. Uh, let's do one more. And, uh, one more. Let's go to the end here. Uh, and then I got to get it. I get to, they got to get going for a day. It's already 3.55. Time flew today. Um, Shannon says, my coworker is getting the vaccine Tuesday and her sister in Pennsylvania in a small town tomorrow. That's amazing. That's great. That's great. Um, yeah. See, I was, I've been very concerned about small towns and their ability to get the vaccines. 
Uh, one, because I'm in a very small town right now, my wife uh, was like, man, this town has a population of... Because in the paper today, there were like three more people in this town were diagnosed with coronavirus. And my wife was like, there's only 300 people in here. That's like, that's a significant jump. And my mother-in-law got offended. She's like, there's 400 people in this town. Um, and I'm just like, I don't know when we're going to get... Like, if we were to stay here the entire time, I don't know when we'd ever get it. Because when we're one, I don't think the hospitals have like the super cold storage capabilities. I'm not sure. I've been to that Dyersville hospital once. It's not big. Um, and so like that like concerns me. But if your sister's in Pennsylvania, small town's getting it tomorrow, that's great. That's great. So hopefully, hopefully I mean, I did hear that there's, um, I, I did hear that there was one person that had an anaphylactic reaction, but otherwise it's still going really smoothly. So hopefully that trend continues and uh, then we can start the Kofuzi World Tour or somewhat regional North American tour, you know, I, I can't wait. I can't wait. All right. Let's end it there. That's a great, great note. Hopefully, um, things go well for them and then the rollout continue to go well. Uh, tomorrow's video is going to be about a new pair of earbuds that I've been, uh, listening to for the past week or so. So that'll be tomorrow morning. And then tomorrow afternoon with we'll another live stream, 3 PM central time right here. Hopefully I'll see you then. In the meantime, be safe out there, everybody. Thanks.